So the governor is going to be holding a COVID-19 news event later on this afternoon. And he's also facing a whole slew of criticism from Republicans that are vying for the top spot there. And we've got even more Republicans jumping into that mix. It is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Let's talk about the gubernatorial election a bit. And we'll also touch on uh, some COVID-19 policy issues. And to do that here on WMAY, uh, we're joined by State Representative Dan Calkins. Uh, Representative, thanks for taking time with us. How are you doing out there? Doing great. Thank you, Greg. Absolutely. So um, we'll get to uh, some issues with COVID-19 and some of the things that uh, at least I have questions about. I'm not sure if uh, uh, those questions will be addressed anytime soon at the legislature, but it seems to be an ongoing issue of are we going to have accountability? Are we going to have audits? Are we going to delve into some of these numbers? Uh, But first, let's start with, of course, the June primary coming up. Uh, We've got a lot of Republicans that are in the race right now. Um, Before we talk about the candidates, uh, do you want to make an announcement today? Are you running for uh, re-election here for uh, the Decatur area? Yes, I've uh, I made my announcement. I'm running in the new 88th House District. Uh, the uh, gerrymandering drew, uh, drew a rather strange map around my house, and so I'm uh, it's now called the 88th, currently represent the 101st. Um, the new 88th is about 70% of my current uh, 101st House District. Uh Took out some of the, the communities, uh, Moroa and Clinton, uh, no longer uh, Wapella, no longer in the uh, 88th. But I pick up a, a nice chunk of uh, McLean County uh, around the uh, west and east sides of Bloomington. Don't go into Bloomington normal itself. Okay, so uh, that's uh, that's out there now. Uh, let's talk yep. about the Republicans vying for the gubernatorial nomination. Uh, so yesterday, uh, or actually uh, Monday, we had the announcement from um, uh, the Rockford mayor, Richard Irvin, and uh, a colleague of yours in the Illinois House, State Representative Avery Bourne, is going to run as his lieutenant governor candidate. Uh, we've got now seven, eight different uh, Republicans vying for the job. Um <laughs> Uh, have you come out backing one of these, and uh, who and why? Um, well, I mean, I, I do uh, support uh, Senator Darren Bailey's campaign. I'm not an active participant in it. I've got uh, my own house race uh, that I'm concerned with and also uh, actively involved in recruiting and promoting and getting uh, more House members elected. We're trying very, very hard to increase uh, our standing in the House. We're in the super minority. Uh, we uh, certainly want out of the super minority, and we certainly would like to uh, have 60 Republican uh, House members to put us back in the majority. So that's uh, really my focus. When it comes to these candidates, though, uh, why Darren Bailey over, say, uh, Paul Schimpf or over Jesse Sullivan or over uh, who apparently might have some big money backing from Ken Griffin, um, Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin? Well, you know, the interesting part uh, about Richard Irvin uh, getting into the race, we've kind of toyed, you know, he, he's teased that out for the last several weeks. Uh, it, it's it's interesting. Um, I guess the concern, I, I know uh, Senator Bailey, I know Darren, I, he and I came into the House together at the same time. Uh, we worked on uh, issues. Uh, his uh, platform uh, is, I think, very straightforward and, and, and uh, 
you know, what, what we need to turn Illinois around. Uh, the other candidates are all, all decent. I'm a little perplexed uh, by the uh, urban uh, entering into the race. I mean, I think he, he might have been better uh, challenging Governor Pritzker in a primary. Uh, I'm, I'm not so sure that he's a Republican. I mean, that's the part of my concern. We're talking with State Representative Dan Calkins here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I imagine that uh, this is going to be something uh, discussed uh, practically every day uh, between now and uh, the the June primary. Um, But uh, regardless of who gets the nomination for the Republicans, uh, what is the most important or what are the most important issues that you think Republicans need to highlight uh, heading into November? Well, uh The the issues are, I think, are very clear. Uh, Public safety is at the top of the list. Uh, People aren't safe. Uh, This uh, safety act that the Democrats uh, ran through at the dead of the night, uh, January 2020, I believe, has created uh, mayhem on the streets uh, all all up and down the the state. I mean, it's not just in Chicago. It's, It's everywhere now. Uh, de- criminals know that uh, it's coming and they're not going to be held accountable. Uh, judges and lawyers know it's coming and uh, they're having, you know, I mean, it's it's already happening. I think uh, even though some of this isn't supposed to be implemented for another year or two. So uh, public safety is a big issue of schools, education, uh, kids not getting to go to school. Uh, the quality of education they're getting, you know, um, it's it's uh, really really hard on families uh, when their kids uh, can't go to school, and uh, you know, the workplace it, it creates that. Uh, just it, it's really hard on working families when their kids are out of school. It's hard on the kids uh, wearing masks in school. Uh, I think has uh, created a lot of social issues and learning issues. So there's there's two big two big problems that are going to probably be addressed every day from now to November. Now, 648 on the WMAY morning news feed. We're talking with State Representative Dan Calkins. Uh, the governor is going to be holding a news conference this afternoon uh, about COVID-19. Not sure uh, what he's going to be discussing. It's possible he could be talking about the therapies from Pfizer and Merck that are being sent out to pharmacies and long-term care facilities and other health care settings uh, all throughout the uh, the state. Uh, we're talking thousands of doses here. Uh, so that, uh, that could be a, a positive development. But uh, Representative... We're seeing other states reveal a lot of different things, uh, everything from uh, the amount of unemployment fraud that they've had in their states uh, to the uh, the the undercounting of uh, people who've passed away from covid-19 in long term care facilities. Uh, We've seen that in New York and Michigan and uh, some other indications of uh, uh, different types of ways to look at the covid-19 data. Uh, what, what do you want to see happen here? You're from the long-term care facility industry. Um, should we have and be holding public hearings, delving into all of this data, better understanding of what happened here? We tried. I mean, we go back to the veterans home, uh, to all the deaths, uh, that occurred need, I think, uh, needlessly, I think the governor's administration, uh, appointed a, a a person that really didn't know anything about running a nursing home, uh, to, you know, to oversee the veterans' homes in Illinois, and we lost 
what, 28 uh, people in one home. Uh, they don't want to talk about what's real. They don't want to talk about the science. We've talked to Dr. ZK over and over again and asked her to present data. Um, you can't trust what's coming out of this administration. It's all politicized. Um, you know, it's interesting. You talk about the governor and, and these new drugs that are coming out, and he's actually, uh, you know, pro prohibited uh, people uh, being given uh, drugs that have been proven effective in other states and other countries. Um, you know, we're we're treating a, uh, a virus, uh, but we're not treating it with with everything we have. It's 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 either take the shot or nothing. And uh, I, I think that that's that's going to be an issue that we talk about, from, you know, in, in November. Well, and can we wait till November? I mean, I don't oh, no, I mean, you know. We'll it's been, it's been two it. years here, um, you know, leading up to it. Of course, I imagine that's going to be uh, part of the uh, the the politics here of the the gubernatorial race. But you know, you guys are uh, scheduled to be in session through April. Uh, should there not be some hearings uh, with uh, you know the Department of Public Health coming forward with stats that they have and audits of death certificates or things along those lines, or you know, looking at uh, you know the science about kids and masks in schools and what is the real science there or some of these other mandates that uh, are tied up in the courts right now, but are still in place. Yes. No, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. We, you know, our caucus uh, in the house and the Senate have, have asked for all of those things and completely rebuffed uh, the Democrat majority in the house and the Senate have no interest in uh, crossing the, uh, the governor, he's their piggy bank, so to speak, sugar daddy, and uh, you know, so we don't go back to Springfield. We have, you know, they, we don't, you know, they don't want to know, or or they're afraid to know, or they're being told, don't worry about it. Uh, you're going to, you know, we're going to take care of your reelection campaign. Uh, it's it's a terrible thing to have to sit here and watch. I tell you, it, it's very disheartening because. I think the public deserves to know, and I think think uh, this administration has let let Illinois down, and it's the way that it's treated COVID. State Representative Dan Calkins, uh, greatly appreciate your time on the WMAY Morning News feed, and we'll likely connect again soon. All right, be safe out there. Thank you very much. Have a great day.